Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 19 in the book of Colossians. I'm going to call today, Pray Desperately for Me. And similarly, I'm going to be praying desperately for you. Why is that? If we understood what individuals, believers, are doing as they go out into the outside world and and what they face... If we understood that, we would pray more desperately for them, and they would be praying desperately for us. So today, Paul is going to describe what's going on with him in relationship to the outside world. And so he's kind of asking for desperate prayer for him. Listen in with me. This is from Colossians chapter 4, verses 2 through 6. Yesterday's verse was the first one. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us. I added the word desperately. But it's in, in the context, it's like, yeah. Pray, pray also for us. Pray desperately for us. That God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ, on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear, which is how I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. So much of the book of Colossians, which is a letter to the city, if you will, or the people of Colossae, which is currently in central Turkey, is uh, a letter to the saints. It's for the saints. It's for the people inside the body of Christ. And it's the charge is often to walk in a manner worthy and because Christ has come to us and is for us and in us. And your life is hidden in Christ. And so put off sexual immorality and anger and wrath and put on kindness and humility and meekness. So a lot of it is to the body of Christ. And certainly he wants us to be unified and effective in a church in good order before God and before the world. Why is that? Well, because here today, we bear his image. We go outside the walls of the church, if you will. He wants a strong church, a strong body, a strong individual. Why? So that when we go outside the church, we can uh, be a good witness for him and clearly describe his, his, his truth. And so today, I think Paul is asking for kind of desperate prayer that God would open a door for the word, that it wouldn't be shackled, that it wouldn't be imprisoned, that it wouldn't be unclear. All right, so what he's asking is, I am, I, I want to be strong. I want you guys to be strong because we are going outside into the world. So we have to be wise and be, the time is short and we have to be wise. And each of us has an area of influence, talks about that in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. So my area of influence, the place that I'm going today is probably not the same place that you're going today, but each of us has an area of influence and let's elevate our speech let our speech be gracious, winsome, full of favor, attractive, something people want to listen to. Let it be seasoned with salt. Let it be interesting, tasty, flavorful, and ready to respond to each uh, person. So why is that? Well, they're outsiders are walking around in life and death, wrestling with truth and falsehood, and our conversations kind of intervene into that. So, and each person that I interact with, I don't have infinite time with that. Uh, so there's some urgency 
this may be all the time I have. So there's this urgency of the moment. Time is definitely a part of this. So if we understood what our brothers and sisters are doing today, we would pray desperately for them. Because what are they involved with? Well, they're involved with people that are have a distance from the truth. That is, they're outside the truth. They're outside the family of God. They're orphans. They don't know God, comma, yet. Um, and they are charged with a responsibility. And, you know, the crazy thing is, is that God gives human the responsibility to bear his name. There's definitely a should do in this passage. You ought to be doing this. You ought to be speaking. You ought to be uh, making an argument for, for God. You ought to be answering people. That being said, you have handicaps. Paul here describes himself in prison and with limited time and obviously with limited energy. You have some handicaps as well. It doesn't uh, absolve you from responsibility. It just kind of makes it harder in some ways. And then there's this individual component to this, an individual wisdom. So this is the way the message is best received. You're supposed to answer each person um, in, a, in a special uh, way. So you ought to be speaking. You ought to be speaking clearly. You ought to be making a mystery understandable. You ought, ought to be making a savior reachable. You're supposed to be putting stones in people's path that they stumble, stumble over, hopefully fall on their knees uh, before. That is Jesus. And there's no one from your church that you know that doesn't require desperate prayer for this. When? Today, this week, because they are going out amongst outsiders with a message of a mysterious God carried by their humanness in real situations with real handicaps and real circumstances that they're charged with speaking clearly and answering them in a dynamic, real-time way. So yes, when Paul says, pray for us, you say, of course, look, I see what you're involved with. Yes, I'm going to pray for you. And similarly, will you will you pray, pray for me? So you would pray desperately for me if you knew what I was going to be involved with today. And I would pray desperately for you if I knew what you were going to be involved with today. Of course, I'm going to pray, uh, pray uh, for you. Because you're out there with graciousness of word and seasoned with salt words and words at the right time and having perfect responses in conversations and answering uh, people watchfully uh, in your area of influence, aware of their situations, opening doors of expanding the kingdom, giving witness and evidence and answering. So our charge is great today. Pray desperately for me. I'll pray desperately for you. Why? Because what we are what we are involved with in bringing the Lord's word, the Lord's mystery, the Lord's person, the reality of Jesus into the outside world, people outside the truth, outside the family who are orphans so far, and we are charged with bringing Christ to them. If we understood that, if we understood the problem, so to speak, of course, uh, I would pray desperately for you. If I understood what you were doing today, I would pray desperately for you. And similarly, if you understood what I face today, on this particular day, you would pray desperately for me. Let's pray desperately for each other.